Hello, my beautiful humans. How the hell are you doing today? <laughs> One of these days um, when I am not also working a full-time job, this um, podcast is going to be live stream so that you're able to listen at the same time. And maybe I can get some, some reactions until then. I guess it's a one-way conversation guys. Um, first of all, I want to thank our patrons. I was supposed to be doing this since episode one, but it turns out I have ADHD. So it's going to start now. Um, thank you to our patrons. Um, Janet and Angela, this podcast is possible because of listeners like you. <laughs> Does anyone remember those PBS commercials where it's like, this, what is it, broadcast is possible because of viewers like you. And as a kid, we all felt like, oh, I'm doing something special. Anyway, thank you so much, Angela and Janet. I appreciate you so much. Okay. Now, today, because of an amazing recommendation from our friend, uh, Fran, in our Facebook in our uh, private Facebook group, which if you're not in it, why are you not? It is 100% free and is for women with ADHD. Um, thank you, Fran, so much for suggesting the topic of navigating relationships when you are in ADHD burnout. Um, last week, if you don't remember, if you didn't tune in, don't worry. I'm going to give you a quick recap because it turns out that we have ADHD. And even if you listened, you might not remember. It's okay. So, we talked about how um, ADHD burnout is different from depression, but it can oftentimes look very similar. If you're finding yourself constantly saying, like, I'm feeling so overwhelmed, your body just feels like it's constantly in overdrive. Um, you cannot get enough sleep to save your life. Um, life doesn't seem super enjoyable. You're having really negative thoughts, dark thoughts, oftentimes similar to depressive thoughts, you may be in ADHD burnout. Okay. Now navigating relationships when you're in <laughs> ADHD burnout is tricky. It's very tricky, but don't worry, friends, I'm going to break this shit down for you. And since we oftentimes are black and white thinkers, I'm going to put this in a little bit more black and white terms for you. Okay. So when you're in neurodivergent burnout, we talked about last week, we need alone time. We need, we desperately need alone time to recharge. Um, we need rest. And once we have the energy from that alone time and that rest, then we need time to engage in those activities that we really love, like your current hyper-focus, your current special interest, um, whether that be, I gave the example last week of like my current hyper-focus is refinishing furniture, which I have a shelf in my garage right now that has one coat of primer on it and I have not touched it since. Um, absolutely no shame because that's my ADHD game. Anyway, it'll get done eventually. But what gives me energy right now is going down TikTok rabbit holes and, and looking up how to finish furniture. Um, and most recently I've been wanting to learn how to crochet. Anyway, looking up different activities like that is giving me energy because I am recovering from, um, ADHD burnout, neurodivergent burnout. Um, right now I, um, have ADHD and autism, which we touch on a little bit in this, um, in this podcast, there are other neurodiversities as well. Um, like, uh, dyslexia, dyspraxia, um, I think, uh, sensory processing disorder would be considered there's other things, but I, as someone that has ADHD and autism and sensory processing dis difficulties, um, 
burnout is a thing and I am currently in it. And a lot of you are also in it as well. So anyway, we need alone time. We need time to rest and we need time to engage in our current hyper-focus. And that can make it really tricky with navigating relationships. Fun fact, how many, or fun uh, roll call, how many drinks do you have next to you right now? Because right now I have two drinks next to me. They are both LaCroix. They are different flavors. And I stole my husband's drink before he left. Um, so I've got two of them. How many drinks do you have? I think that uh, having more than one drink next to you most of the time should be in the DSM-5 criteria for ADHD, but that's just my opinion. Um, okay, navigating relationships when you, have, when you are in ADHD burnout. Let's talk about it. Let's talk first about close friends and close family. And I am talking about people that respect your boundaries. When you tell them I am so overwhelmed, they want to hear about how you're doing, what's going on. Um, they are not there judging you. They're there with a um, with an open or like like a listening ear, or they're there with a hug, and they're there telling you you're doing a really good job. I'm talking about those people. Okay. I'm not talking about the people that don't understand when you say, no, you mean, no, I'm talking about people that are close friends and close uh, family members, people that respect your boundaries. It is okay to say, Hey, I would love to hang out with you. I would love nothing more. But right now, if I do not spend my free time taking a nap, my mental health is going to go to shit and it's currently in the shitter. And I'm really trying to dig myself out of it. Um, I would love to hang out with you, but my mental health just can't do it right now. Close friends and close family members, when you talk to them in those words, they're going to say, oh my gosh, how, what's, what's going on? Do you want to talk about it? And if you want to talk about it, talk about it. If you don't, don't. Sometimes that helps when we verbally process. A lot of us are verbal processors where we will talk about the same thing with multiple people um, in order for it to make sense to ourselves. And that's, that's super okay. And I am one of those people. Um, and a lot of you are that, are that person as well. So if it's a close friend, a close family, the close friend, close family member, and they're inviting you to do something, um, go out somewhere they want to come over and you don't have the energy for it because you are in burnout. It's okay to say, Hey, my mental health just cannot do it right now. I'm and you can even say, I'm learning more about my amazing ADHD brain. And it turns out that burnout is totally a thing. Have you ever heard about it? It's, it's, it's wild. It's, you need very different things when you have ADHD. And I'm just learning about it. I'm so excited to, um, to work with my brain more. But it turns out that I need a lot more alone time to be able to feel better. And then let them know, hey, I can engage with you um, either minimally or maybe there's different modes that are easier to communicate, like a text message every so often. Um, I am a lot less exhausted um, sending a message, like a text message, or um, I'll use Discord and I'll check up on a friend. Hey, I'm thinking about you. I've been overwhelmed, which is why I haven't reached out, but you're on my mind. I love you so much. Let them know modes of communication that may work better for you in this moment, that getting together is not possible for your mental health. Maybe even those messages and those text messages are not possible right now. Just let them know. So close friends, close family, let them know, hey, I'm in burnout right now. Um, 
my mental health is not doing amazing. And I just found out that when you're in ADHD burnout, you really need alone time and um, rest in order to feel better. So I'm going to honor my body and do that. But I love you so much. And these are the ways that I can keep up with you, whatever that is. Okay. Now, acquaintances, family who do not understand boundaries. Okay. You know who the hell I'm talking about. I'm talking about your sister that no matter how many times you tell her, Hey, I'm super busy. I am exhausted. She's like, Oh, but can't you just know? No, the answer is no. But how do we manage that? Let me just find my most tactful vocabulary because it is hard for me to find sometimes. I will admit. I have a I have a funny story about what happened at work this week and that maybe at the end I can I will get to. I'm going to make a little note. Okay, talk to them about what happened at work this week cuz it's really funny. Um Okay. One of those ADHD strategies, if you can't talk about it in the moment, um, make a little note and then come back to it later so that you can keep that thought train going. Close friends or uh, not close friends, acquaintances, people who set expectations on you and seem to not understand the word no. Well, for people like that, saying something as simple as, I would love to, but I can't, period. Now I know what you're thinking. Oh, that feels so crappy. I hate saying no. I'm a people. Jamie, I'm a people pleaser. You don't get it. Yes, I do, girl. I used to be that people pleaser too. Um, No is a complete sentence. Do this is the big thing. Okay. If you don't listen to any other part of the podcast, if you are zoned out right now, if you're zoned out, zone back in right now. Okay. Do not explain yourself unless it is with somebody who respects your boundaries and genuinely cares about your mental health and your well-being, okay? If this is somebody who has not respected your boundaries in the past, do not explain yourself. If it feels like you have to defend yourself when you're speaking with this person, do not explain yourself because it's very different when it's a close friend that really cares about you and that in that sense, you are sharing how you're mentally doing. When it's somebody who is not respecting your boundaries, it is no longer sharing. You are in this defensive, I have to explain why I'm exhausted. If you find yourself having to explain while you're exhausted because they're trying to make you feel like you should be able to do X, Y, Z for them with them, do not explain yourself. I would love to. I just can't. I can't right now. Um, or you can just say no. And that feels really crappy. But if you are not intentionally trying to hurt somebody, you are not doing anything wrong. Um, simply saying, I I'm, I won't be able to. Thanks for the offer. It's totally enough. And unfortunately, if we don't respect our energy and we do these things, even when we're in burnout, it's going to make that recovery time a whole hell of a lot longer. Um, and this is speaking from experience. I had no idea. I mean, Back in the day when I had no idea that I had ADHD or autism, I would say yes to a lot of people. I would feel like if I don't do the things that they wouldn't want to be my friend. And once I did start respecting my boundaries, my friend group absolutely grew smaller, but it also grew incredibly more neurodivergent because they just 
understanding instinctually like, oh, I get it. I get it. You can't hang out right now. You have to cancel last minute because you didn't suspect that you would be the feeling like this. Totally get it. Um, so not a close friend. Just say no. Wish I could. Won't be able to. Um, close friends, let them know how you're feeling. Let them know how you're able to keep in touch with them. Um, oh, and another big thing is set realistic expectations with people as soon as you possibly can, whether it is close relationships, acquaintances, business, uh, things, all of that jazz for me personally. And I know I can talk about myself because as neurodivergent people, we empathize by, um, explaining our situation. So I don't have to worry about neurotypicals listening to this saying, Oh, she only talks about herself. Um, so I will I will use my life as an example so that it makes a little bit more sense. Um, I currently um, work a full-time job as an occupational therapist on top of this business where I am doing um, immense advocacy, creating a lot of free resources um, and paid resources and all of those things. And it's a lot. I will admit it is a lot, especially as someone who has ADHD and autism and um, is working, I'm working my ass off to try to be able to give you the resources that I didn't have growing up. And I know that you likely did not have growing up, or else you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast, learning how to work with your brain. So that makes life very, very, very busy. Um, and it can be exhausting, especially since I'm my full-time job is working um, with patients all day as an occupational therapist as well. So I know I know myself well enough now to know that if I commit to plans Saturday and Sunday, one, I will not get any of my business tasks done because I cannot work on my business after work when I am exhausted and I've seen patients all day. And if I am doing things Saturday and Sunday, that means one, I'm not going to get business tasks done. That's going to stress me the fuck out. And it's not going, I'm not going to be able to contribute to this community the way that I am so hell bent on doing and so passionate about doing. Two, I'm going to be exhausted myself. I am going to feel like I am in an absolute burnout. And the next week going into work, I am not going to be my best self. I'm not going to be able to show up for my patients. I'm not going to be able to show up as well doing this podcast. I might not even have time to do this podcast. I likely wouldn't because I need to have the energy to do it. And three, my relationship with my husband is going to go down the shitter. Um, and this is a, a learning from experience thing where I was working where I would be working full time and also working in this business, thinking I can handle another business as well. Um, that was just way too much. And my relationship with my husband, it was not as, not as healthy as it is now. Um, because it's really hard to have healthy relationships with people when you're fucking exhausted. So, um, now I know that if I do anything outside of resting on Saturday, that it has to be something that I enjoy doing. I'm not going to do something on Saturday just because it's with people that I care about or just because they want me to be there um, because Saturday has to be a recharge day for me because on Sundays I am working pretty much all day on the business because it's my my focused you know, eight hours, however long I hyper-focus on it, whether it be four hours, whether it be eight hours, I need to have energy on Sundays. So that means that I right now have very, 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 very little time for outings, for excursions, for things outside of a quick text message. 
because I am on a mission for this community and I refuse to let my close relationships, especially my marriage, fail because I'm saying yes to everybody but myself. <laughs> um, earlier in this business when I did not have, I mean, quite honestly, I didn't understand myself as well um, a year and a half, a year and a half ago before I, let me find the right words. I did not understand myself as well a year and a half ago, as well as I do now, especially as life got more busy, got more crazy, um, seeing what it entails with a new business. I tried to do everything all the time. I tried to be that person that could finish my schooling, start a business, um, try to keep up a relationship with a husband who at the time was having very severe um, health problems. And my mental health very quickly went to crap. And I had to figure out really quick what I can say yes to and what I have to say no to. So set realistic expectations. If you are not somebody who typically enjoys going out and doing things, if you are very introverted and you are getting invites to go places because you're a wildly fun person, which I know that you are, and you likely have friends that love hanging out with you, um, set that expectation. Hey, I'm actually a pretty introverted person. Um, I really appreciate the invite, but I cannot say, I can't say yes right now. Um, if something happens to where I have a lot of energy, I'd love to, but if I have to say yes or no right now, it's going to be a no and say, I know that you get it because you love me, but that's just where I'm at right now. Set realistic expectations. Um, I will tell new friends that don't expect, or I said, I think you're really great. This is what I'll do when I'm out at a restaurant. A lot of times I'll make friends with the waitresses um, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, you're so cool. And then we'll end up asking for each other's numbers as friends. And I will tell them, hey, I have a five to 10 business day reply time. If you're cool with that, then we could totally be friends because I think you're cool. And it's funny because a lot of times they'll be like, oh my God, I'm the same way my friends make me feel like crap for it. Um, which I'm not surprised a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of, um, like waiters and waitresses are neurodivergent because it works well for our brains that it's always go, 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 go. Um, so anyway, set that expectation up before you engage in that relationship. And if you are currently struggling with close friends and you feel like you're kind of beating your head against the wall because you love them so much, but it's not working out, it might just be a matter of setting up those expectations now. It's never too late to give a realistic expectation and you can always do it with love. I And it can be as simple as I absolutely love connecting with you. There's a reason why I'm friends with you. Um, is would it work if we could just keep in touch via text or send each other a, a check-in every so often or whatever works best for you, okay? Even if it's, hey, I love you so much. I haven't had much energy to engage in converse because I'm exhausted, but can we just check in with each other by literally sending memes on TikTok or Facebook or, you know, or videos? wherever you spend time on social media, that is simply is a way to say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I love you. But we all know it takes a lot less energy when you're scrolling through TikTok to send somebody a video saying, hey, I'm thinking of you versus engaging in a conversation. Okay.
And also let them know, hey, my reply times are probably going to be crap. Um, I say this all the time and I'm thinking right now um, that I have a, a text message of somebody that I've been meaning to meet with to help her with her business and I have not replied yet, but I let her know ahead of time, hey, my reply times are crap. My enter or my my schedule is crazy. And when I have a moment to schedule that 15 minute meeting with you, I absolutely will. But I haven't yet because quite honestly, I haven't had the time. So let's do a quick recap, guys, because I have ADHD and this may have sounded all over the place, but you likely have followed along because you have a neurodivergent brain and this makes sense to you. But let's recap, quick recap. Okay. What you need if you are in burnout, you need alone time and you need rest and you need time to engage in your hyperfocus that gives you energy, okay? If you have a close friend, close family members, people who respect your boundaries, let them know that you love them and that you are going through some shit right now and you just simply do not have the time or energy to engage in conversations, go on outings, whatever it is. And for those who respect your boundaries, you can let them know what is going on with you in your life. If they are people who respect your boundaries and love you and understand, um, and not understand, but they love you for who you are and will be there with compassion when you tell them how you're doing and are not people that try to dismiss how you're feeling. Okay. For them, um, let them know ways that you guys can keep in touch in a realistic way. Okay. People who are acquaintances, people who do not respect your boundaries, simply say, oh, I would love to, but I can't. And that's it. Do not explain yourself to people unless they are people who understand and respect your boundaries. Um, no is a complete sentence and saying, I would love to, but I can't is kind and concise and works for people like that. Okay. And don't be surprised when they're like, oh, but I do everything for you. Go fuck off. Um, those are not your people. Your people are people that when they, when you are pouring your heart out and saying, I am really not in a good place right now, they're there with a big old hug. Um, and these people have already proven that they are not that, those people. So they get a concise no. Would love to, but I can't. Um, Set realistic expectations with everybody, especially people who you talk to more often. Um, let them know that, hey, my response times are crap. Let them know, hey, if um, if you've been waiting for a while for a response, you're welcome to double text me. Um, I may have forgotten. I may have forgotten. I may have opened up your message and forgotten to um, unmark as read. Um, give them realistic expectations of how long it takes you to reply, let them know what's going on in your life, that things are a little cray cray right now. And that when you do have the energy and after you have taken, done your due diligence of taking care of yourself, that they'll be one of the first people that you reconnect with. Okay. Um, did I, was that everything? That was everything. Do you guys want to hear about my really funny thing that happened at work this week? here it is. So fun fact, I am an occupational therapist. Everyone here has already heard that. And um, the nursing home that I work at, it's, um, I mean, it's a nursing home. You're taking care of people who are in that place because they need help in, you know, with their daily lives, um, getting ready, going to the bathroom, you know, getting dressed, things like that, or the people that I'm working with. 
Um, but I had a, I have a client that has been, um, leaving before I can get to her. I try to see her first thing when I get there in the morning. And as I was going to see her, she's leaving with her husband for the day. And, um, I told my boss, I was like, Hey, my, I'm like, she keeps leaving before I can even see her. This is so aggravating. What the hell? And, um, my boss is like, I know she needs to tell us when she's leaving so that we can get here earlier. And guys, I'm not used to having a boss yet. I'm, I'm still in, I'm my own business. Um, I'm, I am my own business owner. I am my own boss mode. Um, and I was like, it is not my problem if she can't tell her husband to come here a little bit later so that I can see her. That That's not my, it's not in my exact words. It's not my fucking problem. So make sure you're taking care of your energetic needs so that you are not, so that you can be a little bit more tactful when dealing with people that are signing your paychecks. But, um, that's a fun thing that happened this week. I laughed about it later. Luckily my director also swears like a sailor and, um, now I get to go have that conversation with that client of, Hey, um, in order for you to get therapy, you're going to have to have that conversation with your husband about not coming to get you until after a certain time or else I won't be able to see you. Um, so that's a boundary I have to place as well, um, which is super fun. But anyway, fun little story for you. Take care of your energetic needs. I was just I was I was on one that day. Um, it was just a crappy start of a morning and I would not talk like that in front of my cute little clients because they are adorable. I love them. Um, if you are stressed, here's your, you guys want to hear my commercial? Here's my commercial. If you are stressed the fuck out because your to-do list keeps getting longer and your done list is staying the same, you should probably check out my Get Shit Done membership where Amazing women like you check things off of their to-do list so they're not so stressed the fuck out. Did you like that? Short and sweet, right? If that piqued your attention, maybe you should go to the show notes and check out my Get Shit Done membership, um, which is in the show notes. I'm going to keep it short and sweet because long commercials just really bother the shit out of me. Um, so go check it out. Go and check it out. It's really cheap. It's like $9 a month. Not like $9 a month. It's $9 a month. Go look at it. Go check it out. Okay. For those who are suggesting amazing podcast topics, I really appreciate you. Um, thank you so much for suggesting them. If you would like to suggest podcast topics, please um, go to the show notes and join my Facebook group for women with ADHD. And there will be a pinned post at the top that talks about, or that, um, for podcast topic suggestions. So thank you so much, Fran, for suggesting this topic. I appreciate you. Thank you again to Janet and Angela for being, um, patrons and supporting this show. I will talk to you later, my friends. Um, I keep thinking that I'm forgetting something. No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Okay, my friends, talk to you later. Bye.